Michelle Sorrow, and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hello, beautiful Fire and Soul community, a community that has grown by almost four times over since I took a turn for standing for the truth that I know I'm here to serve back in late September 21. It's incredible to watch what's happening behind the scenes and where you're all tuning in from, from all around the world, this beautiful global community on the Ascension journey together. And I feel more expansive now than I've ever felt. And a lot of this has to do with, I just had the juiciest, most authentic, resonant conversation with my guest today. And I'm going to get there in a moment, but I want to say that energy is everything and you guys are feeling it too. And it's why this show is growing so rapidly right now. So I'll just give you perspective on what that even means. So back in uh, let's say late September, early October, I was starting to look at my numbers again. And I was looking at how many downloads per episode. Well, very quickly, we started to double in the downloads per episode. But this is where things got really interesting. Since the beginning of this year, 2022, so just a little north of two months, two and a half months, the downloads per month have almost quadrupled three and a half times where we were in December. What does that mean? It means that newer people are coming to the show and you're listening to a particular episode that might be the most recent. Then you're going back and you are consuming the most, you know, recent episodes or past episodes. I can actually see the episodes that you're really into. And it's usually the ones that I call out that were really profound. So some of those include the, when I took the stark turn and I made a 180 on this podcast back in late September. uh, And it was a Uh, taking a stand for the truth I'm here to serve. And then I really rolled it out with sovereignty or this, and I gave you an inside, very visceral uh, perspective of what me getting possessed was and how I confronted that demonic energy that was no longer mine and was no longer serving me. And I was unwilling to participate in going forward. So yes, I performed a nice little DIY exorcism on myself. That's not uncommon, but most people are unconscious to the negative attachments that may have been there for your whole life or lifetimes. Then there was another episode that was deeply popular called From Fear to Light. And that was when I started to really smooth out my nervous system because I started to get devoted on how could I consciously choose how to be, how to feel, what to focus on uh, in my newfound awakening after I had basically slayed the devil. Um, And devil is a euphemistic term, obviously, for just shadow, you know, dark energy, fear right? Especially in this 3D reality that most of us know on planet earth, but there is another possibility. And recently you've really enjoyed the conversations that I had with Dr. Mark McDonald, the clinical psychiatrist who talked about mass delusional psychosis and the real and only true epidemic that's that humanity is facing, which is the virus of fear itself. And so that's been a really big download. And 
And then last week, oh my goodness, uncompromising potency with Ruby Freeman. And now we're here. And I have no doubt that you will feel the same way about this conversation that I did when it wrapped. And I think I even said it on the mic. This was one of my favorite conversations I've had in well over a year, if not for all time on this show. We met energetically, seeing each other for the truth of who we are. Well, who are these beautiful souls? Truth is, I didn't really know. I had come across them on social media because that's what happens these days. I'm just following the energetic cues that are pulling me into full on alignment with like, ooh, I love that content. It feels expansive. It feels so loving. It feels so free. And it was just so damn attractive, especially when I was in the midst of like, oh, they don't know my story, right? So Miko and Biji, they are, oh man, new earth visionaries, quantum frequency experts, and co-founders of Love All 5D. And you can find them on social uh, everywhere with that handle, Love All 5D. They are the founders of Love All 5D and Avala, the new earth frequency of conscious love, sacred abundance, and complete soul freedom. They call those the three tenets of the new earth frequency. They use frequency training through ancient and cutting edge quantum healing modalities, as well as shamanic medicine to help clients with embodiment work. They have successfully created a 5D heart-based business, transforming the lives of thousands of light workers, healers, coaches, leaders, and entrepreneurs across the planet. They have a lot of ways in which you can dive deeply if you feel called, but between Biji's divine feminine and, and their, their embodiments of that too, and the polarity of Miko's divine masculine, they are living on the new earth in these tenants. And it's just so incredible to get to bring this to you. This conversation is alive. This conversation can and will tap you into the quantum realm of infinite possibilities right now, regardless of what's going on in the world, if you choose to receive. So my friends, this is the question that I have for you. Are you willing to increase your capacity to receive the new earth frequency happening now? I have a feeling you're smiling and nodding and perhaps even saying, oh yes. Well then let's dive in because this is a very special, special gift for you. I love you, my friends. Aho and enjoy. <laughs> this is uh, very exciting to have you both here. Uh, welcome to Fire and Soul. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Yes. So uh, you are in Costa Rica. I'm here in Los Angeles. And as it goes, there might be a little bit of tech glitches that come up. So we ask, uh, we thank everyone in advance for any patience. If some of that, if that does happen, it'll just be like a, a second. Um, and obviously I just read a little bit about you, but it doesn't really give the full context um, of your backstory. Do you mind each sharing just a little of your awakening journey and how you got to be in Costa Rica and and uh, and where you are in this now moment, and then we'll dive into a juicy conversation. Beautiful. You, go, you, go. you want me to go first? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. My awakening <laughs> moment. Wow. I feel like it's been happening for a long time. Um, <laughs> I would probably say uh, in my um, early 20s. Uh, um, yeah, let me see how far back I want to go. 
So for me, uh, a Kundalini yoga was a big part of my awakening. Um, at the time, um, I was living in Los Angeles, actually. Um, jack of all trades, trying to find my way in the world and, um, you know, drinking, smoking cigarettes, um, living the kind of, you know, the Hollywood lifestyle in that sense. And finding kundalini and breath work really kind of put me online and uh you know i i grew up as a dancer so you know just the music and the mantras and and the people you know coming to chant together to be together to rise you know in frequency together and and so that kept happening in in different pieces along my path finding you know deeper and deeper ways to unlock my heart and um, figure out how to navigate this through life i mean at the time i was feeling like low self self-worth um I, you know my friends were all getting married and having these successful careers and i was i had like three different jobs they were all fun and creative but I, I didn't find my my one to put and so you know cut to now it's like everything I did was for service of what I'm doing now. And so really grateful for, um, you know, all the difficulty and depression and, you know, the, all the, the, the darkness that I felt and, you know, can I even do it in this lifetime? Can I figure out who I am and where to point myself? And, and um, you know, the answer to that is yes. And so I just had to trust the process and realize that, you know, everything I was doing and, and especially the, the darker moments were all um, divine moments for me to kind of unfold into, you know, my meeting of um, my beloved Biji here and uh, my two soul kids and, and this path. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of things helped me out in, in my awakening process along the way, but I would probably say breath work Breathwork was 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 the most powerful plant medicine, as we were talking about before, really helped um, uh, me to get that cosmic view of yeah. what what's you know what my humans actually doing and and not to not to like stronghold that this is me and 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 all that work. So so yeah, mm -hmm. that was speaking the soul language of fire and soul. I love it. Thank you, Miko. And also I'll add, you know, six years of celibacy so that you could be prepared for your divine. Uh, that was me. That was her. Oh, that, that was her. Sorry. That was you? Okay, clearly we're getting to know each other in real time. Wow, <laughs> I'm sorry, mix that up. <laughs> no, 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 but it's okay. I did, I did about three years. I did about yeah. three years. I was getting really, uh, you know, uh, tired of the dating scene in, in California and, and the whole state. You are you're, you're dating. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Los me. Angeles. You are going to the whole state. It was, Miko, it's not me, it's um, so again, speaking my soul language, I've got over two years, really not a single date, a couple dates at Christmas time, had a little kiss, but you know, basically celibate, not intention. Well, actually, I would say intentionally. It's like I'm never going to give my body away unless I feel like it's you know, really conscious. And I know we're going to dive into that, but I just wanted to say thank you both for sharing that because I know I have a lot of listeners too that also relate. And it's so easy when you're not conscious to get caught up in what's wrong with you. And when you shared mm -hmm. that statement, Nico, about like somehow I was getting this thing called life wrong. Like, why am I not able to figure out some of these things like purpose and relationship? 
I'm getting the full body chills right now because I know this is a universal fear that's being amplified and multiplied with the panic matrix that so many are feeling in the unconsciousness, right? So this is already so juicy. Thank you for shining a light on uh, what's possible when we really do the inner work, uh, when we prepare ourselves and when we trust ourselves, right? To look back on our life and be like, that's been preparing me for this very now moment. How do I wanna consciously choose where I go now from the inside first? Mm. Yes, with intention. Well said. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, when, when Nico <laughs> talks about how long, you know, he's been preparing himself, I, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to not feel all those moments where I'm like, what's he doing? Why is this <laughs> taking so long? I'm oh six God. years old. Oh my gosh, all my 30s are going to just be, oh, just going to, just going to leave me. And well, time doesn't exist, you know? Yeah, well, it existed for me in all those moments I was waiting. But but we made a we made a fun reel around this because I realized it, it hit me, Michelle, even after years of being with Miko, it hit me that all this time I was thinking I was waiting for him. But the truth was <laughs> he had been waiting for me, for me to finally be ready where. I'm trusting the masculine. I'm not fighting the masculine. I'm not sitting there resisting. I'm not trying to control. I'm not trying to type A everything, you know? I mean, it really, he, 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 if he had met me before I did my own frequency training, there is no way. There is no way this could have worked because I wouldn't have been able to recognize him with my frequency. I would have been uh, in my mind. So my yes. heart wouldn't have felt it. Oh, so beautifully said. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, you know, it's unfortunate that I don't record the whole podcast in video. I mean, we're here on Zoom, but I wish everyone could just see the raw footage of the two of you right now. You're in one space, but yet you're in your independent frequencies and you're just, it's such an ease and I can feel the beautiful love radiating from both of you over Zoom, which of course, because we can, there's no such thing as any separation. And I want to ask you something, BG. Did you always dress the way that you dress now, which is deeply feminine, <laughs> super sexy? Were you always in this element or did this evolve as your frequency changed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it evolved. <laughs> There was an aspect of myself, my essence being that that never shifted, which is I like to be comfortable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the matrix version of sexy where woman is uncomfortable and bound and squeezed and squoze and spanked <laughs> and is not comfortable for me. So, you know, for a lot of my life, I grew up trying to get away with wearing pajamas as much as I can. And then when I got, you know, when I got to be in a place where I could wear whatever I want and I have to get dressed to go to work or present myself or, you know, in this meeting or that meeting. And I'm just- As soon as she got me, then she, then she started <laughs> I was like, wearing- <laughs> Pajamas all the time. Pajamas and then breakfast. I just started going, wait, there's gotta be something that isn't just like furry and kittens and, you know, like- Or so, four stilettos <laughs> yeah so I started uh I started energetically using my frequency to call in my 
my my robes my sacred robes and it's just started coming like even now when I shop I find it energetically first and then I effortlessly and easily let it show up yes I knew I was supposed to ask you that because I'm feeling this thing with the knee right now real quickly um and then I want to hear your backstory of your awakening uh BG is I, I no longer even, I, I'm like, what am I wearing? What, what do I look like? There's been such an utter and fucking profound, I'm just going to say it, uh, transformation on the interior, but my exterior hasn't caught up yet. You know, and, and it's so weird and surreal for me to see certain videos or photo shoots, you know, for when you're in a launch. And I know you guys get this. And I'm like, who is that woman? You don't it's recognize so bizarre, right? But that's the next step for me. I don't know what it looks like, but what you're wearing, I'm like, oh yes, I'll just go to your closet. I'll have what she's having. Cause that uh, I'm a pajamas girl too. hundred percent. I, I, I will, love this. I will say uh-huh. just, just based on, um, you know, energy that wearing black, wearing mm. black is not great because uh, energy sticks to it. So you can absorb other people's energies. And I know in, in California, a lot of people wear black. I used to always wear black and it took me a while to kind of clean out and start getting like vibrant colors and lighter colors to, to represent. It's so interesting you say that Miko, because after my first journeys with ayahuasca, I'd always had black cars, always had dark furniture. I came home and within a year I had a new white car. Everything was refurnished. It was, there was virtually no black anymore in my life. And uh, so, I mean, I'll still sometimes on social, you know, wear a black top or something or, um, but anyway, I love that you just said that because everything felt lighter. You know, I wasn't as weighed down and I didn't also want to hide anymore. Mm. I fully self-expressed with all the colors in my cram box. Yes. You're blossoming. Like, you know we're going to have to meet. Like I'm going to have to come to one of your retreats or something. Yes. I'm just saying that right now. Like everyone's listening in our real-time conversation. We're meeting for the first time, but I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to Costa Rica sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about a little of your backstory, BG, your awakening journey and how you came to be uh, obviously with Miko in Costa Rica and where you are now? Oh, wow. Um, so I made a joke <laughs> earlier about, you know, starting with the Atlantean times, but as you know, and as many of your audience is going to be in the state of remembrance, we were not just here in this lifetime. We are multidimensional beings. And the more we wake up to who we really are, we're going to have, we're going to have memories of ourselves that feel just as real as memories from this lifetime, even, even more powerful. And so, yeah, this, this, we don't all just end up here accidentally, Michelle, you and me and Miko, we have done this before. And, And so it is wonderful that on the new earth, we get to all come together in actualized real time line where, yeah, we get to see each other face to face and then we get to meet each other in person. These are, these are miracles that are promised to us when we follow our heart. I just mm. feel like that's what I've been doing. I've been following my heart ever since I came to this planet. Mm. I've been following my heart and my, my family, my parents, I chose a lineage where they gifted me the voice and the frequency and the right container for me to wave my freak flag. I just never, I was never, (laughs) 
pressed or squelched in, you know, uh, in really being able to find my own essence. And so um, I probably throughout my whole childhood, through my teenage years, I, I did not adhere to the matrix. But then, of course, that all, you know, things shift. And I, I get I got to the point where through my career, through university, through the fear that everything needed to, you know, happen on a checkmark box. Okay, so I get my degree, and then I have this amazing job, and then I meet my man, and then we have kids, and then we go to suburbia, and then, you know, we have the soccer van, and, you know, and then the, the, I don't know what else happens, and then you retire, and then you die. So <laughs> I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> bought that, bought into that, and I was like, I was like, oh, really? So if this is life, and that's how you're going to measure success, then I'm going to be the most successful. So yeah. I really yeah. went in all in thinking that the matrix was going to deliver for me. Almost 10 years later of uh, marriage and true love of the human frequency kind, and we just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. We were too young. We had too many traumas. We didn't know how to communicate. It was too much. Um, my first husband lost both of his parents at a very short time, one right after the other. Couldn't, he couldn't process all at once. And I, and I was a new mom and I didn't know how to communicate that I couldn't hold space for mm -hmm. his self-sabotage. I didn't know how to save my relationship with the lack of consciousness I had. I had spiritual support. I was, you know, living in my life in a way that on paper, there's no way I couldn't be happy. Mm -hmm. And yet nothing was going to fill mm -hmm. this void. And mm -hmm. so that self-confrontation I feel was the biggest wake up, mm -hmm. an awakening for me. It wasn't mm -hmm. so much spiritual because I was already connected to source very much. So for most of my life here on this planet, I woke up understanding that there, you know, that I was connected to source. So I brought that with me, thank goodness. And it was, it has been my North star to mm. really stay true to my heart, no matter what. And when mm. I realized true love wasn't enough, something mm. was missing. And then mm. I found consciousness and that was everything. Uh, mm. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't going to be religion. It was actually going to be consciousness that was going to really Give me the frequency and the tools to magnetize my sacred union. Ta-da. Ta and he just showed up. <laughs> he just showed up. It took six years for me because I had insane amount of ego. But for most people <laughs> on the planet, <laughs> you're going to so quantum fast because we have those sacred union codes to share with you that we really, we don't have to go the long way that I took. It really is um, uh, a way that you could get yourself aligned to instantaneously feel the frequency of your beloved now. And mm. that's something when I experienced that because I experienced Miko, I met Miko's frequency years before I met him in real life, like in yeah. physical reality. Oh, I love that story. Um, Oh my gosh. It reminds me of something that I'm not going to go into any detail, but let's just say when you're single for a long time, like me and celibate, it's been over two years, every once in a while, obviously I'm going to attend to my needs. And recently I've never shared this actually out loud, except for one close girlfriend, but 
but to your point of feeling the frequency, I close my eyes because I mean, I'm not using any external visuals whatsoever. I don't want to participate and, con and contribute to that. Not judging anyone who does, it's just, that's, that's my old reality 3D, right? And so I close my eyes and I'm just playing this music that just taps me into my body. And, and I, I touch myself everywhere all over my body as if this, this beautiful divine lover is. And our connection and his frequency, I was so safe, but the moment that I fully relaxed and surrendered, this is all happening in my own mind, right? But that's where it starts, is he literally said his frequency just looked me in the eyes, kissed me, I love you, you're safe. Mm. That's what I needed to hear in that moment. I hadn't had any of that in my past experiences in relationships um, or father or stepfather and never sexually abused, let me be clear, but never just this sense of like, I got you, we're together, right? And it was so profound and it just made me just tear up, but it also was an explosion of like everything that had been within my body that was almost like contained of like, this is the portal of possibility. This is what's so possible when I first surrender, trust myself, love myself, and then I can begin to even envision this frequency. Anyway, that was a really potent moment. Um, I do share very vulnerably on this show, but I feel like I was supposed to just share that with you because I've never heard anyone say that about his frequency showed up before he did in the physical. It was really beautiful yeah. that you said that. But that's 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 an attest to you know the fact that you're not letting other energies in and you're keeping yeah. your energy to yourself and it gives that it, it nurtures that space you mm. know so through your mind's eye you can you know magnetize and pull in so I'm a big believer I was a, you know it worked for me because I got to the point where I was like you know am I the person that that I, at the at the time am I the person that I want to be with. And so I really pulled back and gave myself space to work on myself. And, and in that, you know, the, the reward of the patience and the trust and the nurturing. Wow, the patience, she would say. So you're together, you're running incredible retreats and experiences and quantum leaps for people in the world of moving from 3D to 5D. Let's bring it back to this present moment, knowing that time doesn't exist. And we may be even on one singular timeline. A lot of people believe that now where we are able to jump back now forward, right? And so is our divine team. But all that said, what do you think is the most important message that you would like to share with where people are and maybe getting caught up in the panic metrics, you know, the current headlines, Ukraine, Russia, Canada, Australia, I mean, if we try to keep up, it's very heartbreaking, but I love what you've just spoken about, Mika, which is that it all starts here in our mind's eye, right? And creating our own reality within. And I, I think that there's something really potent here that we could dive into around the tenets of this new earth frequency that the both of you have stepped into fully. You guide many, many others on. That's the, that's the yeah, open that up right now. Well, I mean, first, uh, I, I'll just say like new earth is not something that's external from us to attain, you know, to, to chase after new earth is something that's birthed through you. It's birthed through you from, you know, the work of giving yourself unconditional love 
It's mm. um, birth through you from, you know, eradicating fear, you know, fear, a love can't exist, but fear does. And right now there is that split, right? And the split of the 5D, 3D is the 3D is the fear and the pumping out of fear and using fear to control. Whereas, you know, so you really just have to ask yourself, what are you paying attention to? Right. Yes. And what is real for you? Because if it's real for you, it's already it's real, real right? <laughs> if you're taking in all this fear and, and you're on your phone looking at the news and, and paying attention to what's happening. And, and I'm not saying you don't have to know nothing, but you just have to be aware of the fact of what you're watching might not be exactly what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm an advocate of focusing on your inner world. Breath work is mm -hmm. a, a, a way to really tap in and, and feel that essence of pure love and so uh, the more that we can step away from the matrix, you know, uh, claws in us that, that they've been there for many, many years and, um, you know, realize that, that what we think about and what we feel is, is what occurs in our life. So um, are you projecting your fears onto other people? Are you creating stories in your mind that are not real? And I, you know, a lot of the time, that's the case, you know, where our ego is running the show, our mind is running the show. And so, um, you know, we, you know, to do the modalities that we um, do some ancient and some um, very contemporary, very new modalities that Fiji and I have created, um, are experiential. It's to get you out of the mind and into that heart space so you know that it's possible, so you know that uh, you can be the designer of your own reality. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And Biji, how about you? Uh, you know, um, I, just, I just really heart-received your vulnerability mm -hmm. in your sharing. Um, oh. You know, it's not easy to go on a jump on a public platform and talk about those most intimate things that end up becoming someone else's conversation fodder, you know, but these are like, really, these are deep moments for us. And they mean a lot. And at the same time, if we're looking at it from a, a cosmic joke place, we're just, you know, two ladies having a chat. And, you know, so, so all of it, the range of how sacred this life is, mm -hmm. is our choice and our presence. And it's dictated by our frequency, which is dictated by our consciousness. And so for me, you know, we've tried for years to start a podcast, but we decided we, you know, we, we don't want to we don't want to work more for some reason when we decide we don't want to, like, you know, when you do a I just feel like for some reason, podcasts should be like a hobby. And if it's not something that we, we want to do, like a hobby, like something, something that I'm choosing to be at and that it's serving me, then why are we adding this next level of, <laughs> you know, uh, more work? And, and I just love your relationship with your audience and with yourself and with the sacred container that you have created in, the, in your platform because it gives everybody permission mm. to be authentic mm -hmm. and sacredness and consciousness and the new earth has nothing to do with perfection. It has mm -hmm. everything to do 
with authenticity and your vulnerability. And Michelle, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing something that you've oh. never shared before. Here, trusting us uh, oh. to share it, and trusting oh. your beautiful listeners. You are so heart guided to hold space for you and receive from you and receive from us here, here in this moment. And quite honestly, that's the message. That's the most important message. What you're doing after your awakening and what you're inspired to do with your awakening and and discovering your sacred femininity through what would what would the goddess in me do with my hair what well, how would the goddess walk into this room you know how what does the goddess eat it's really creating that new relationship with yourself as a divine soul being and making the date with your soul more important than anything in your life and you will be guided to the most perfect alignments uh, you'll be living your highest timeline you'll be doing all of these things effortlessly and easily because your frequency is ready to receive. And well, what, what, um, what would you say to somebody then uh -huh. that's that's out there that's like, well, that all sounds peachy and Thank you. they're great, you know. And, <laughs> but, for you guys. But right now I'm working a job that I need and it's difficult for me to really figure out how to um, bridge that gap between what I'm doing now and, and, you know, finding a new way, because it seems like that's what everybody's so, needing to do. Not so only around really jobs, uh, but I'll just give you even a little more intel of my audience just because they um, communicate with me very directly. And a lot of them are really um, struggling with what to do with their kids. And, you know, just the mandates. Uh, most of my audience is based in the U.S., although I do have listeners in Costa Rica. Um, hello, Pura Vida, I love you. Um, <laughs> and so, so that's, you know, a really big thing of like, how do I protect my family? How do I keep them out of the system? How do I avoid them going into the great reset and the social credit score and all these things that look like could come, may not. Many of us believe that we'll be creating a new reality. Um, so I think that's, that's, it's a combo work, community, and my kids. Beautiful. Yeah. So Miko and I, we uh, raised our kids. Um, they went to school in Laguna Beach for a while, for a little while. And, uh, and absolutely the agenda was within the public school system. Mm -hmm. We, because we have been on our path for so long, when the inner guidance comes through, we don't hesitate. We, we received within a few days that we were supposed to take our kids out of school. And we didn't, we didn't ask twice. We have been training our frequency. So we know we don't question when life is, you know, giving us guidance. And so we pulled our children out of school and we helped them to reconnect and detox. We helped them to reconnect to themselves to their higher self, mm -hmm. to the environment. They were required mm -hmm. to go spend time doing something that most of the people on this planet avoid, which is time with themselves. Mm -hmm. and without, devices. without devices. Without devices. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So yep. their school, all of a sudden, went from eight hours packed with all kinds of programming and drama, socially, and then from the system. And then from going from that to every single day, waking up, tuning in 
finding out what's going to bring their soul joy, you know, finding. Well, I'm, I'm here to say also, it wasn't <clears throat> that seamless. It was, it was, it was very <laughs> well, difficult. Well, they're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. was, well, I just want to make sure okay, you're, okay. you're painting such a beautiful picture, which, which now after all, you know, the past eight, nine, 10 years of, of work that we've done on this journey together, it, it we're now, like oh it worked we're like oh like they're turning out to be amazing. you know just amazing yeah because you know we weren't it, sure because you know at times <laughs> it was it's like, like wow yeah it's like you know they're wanting to be at school for the social things and not you know and so you 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 questioned but but we stood we stood strong and you know homeschooled them and gave them you know the consciousness that we that we uh that we we we, we didn't homeschool them by bringing the matrix into our home. Right. We literally right. homeschooled them by giving them a chance to unlearn everything mm-hmm. and, to learn um, to learn. and to, yeah. And so that they can really be open vessels for creating uh, their, their life on the new earth. Our daughter is 16 years old. She is a professional artist. She's making money. She's, uh, creating her brand. She's figuring things out. And this is what they should be teaching in school. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Miko, you said something before this beautiful goddess described the experience of the ascension of pulling the kids out of public school and out of the matrix and into nature and into their own soul's experience, right? Without any distraction. But you said something that I know my listeners are thinking like, oh, I hope Michelle goes back to that, which is, all right, you guys are attuned to frequency. You've been here quite a while now. You've gotten better and better and better at it. But for those who are learning like, okay, I understand I need to elevate my frequency. And then Biji said, it starts with consciousness. What have you experienced in guiding so many others? Uh, are some of those first steps. And I know you mentioned breath work, which is obviously key. And it's so funny how the ego wants to dismiss the basics, but is there anything else that you can share? Like, yeah, let's do these things. Let's work on this and really develop this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a huge advocate of the basics. I love always coming back to the basics and I would probably say, you know, I can only speak on my journey. And so from my journey, I started saying yes to everything that was in my, uh, that was in resonance to my soul. So um, I, I did this divine masculine workshop that, I, you know, and I said yes to this healer and I said yes to this. And, and so just started immersing myself. And, you know, even in the beginning, I didn't know if I really believed some of this or if I was, you know, this is for me, but I knew that this, um, this work resonated with me on such a deep level um, mm-hmm. because it's creative. It felt creative to me. And mm-hmm. I loved the, the essence of, you know, what it is to, to sit and, and um, you know, discuss the most difficult things and, and to um, keep showing up and perseverance. So I don't know if I have a magic pill of what is, uh, you know, going to help someone, but I will say, um, you know, staying open and present to um, things that maybe we once judged and getting out of the mind and just saying yes and immersing yourself in whether it's yoga, breath work. Um, if, if somebody in your life is, is a very difficult person to have conversations with or you don't like confrontation, well, that's your work right there. Your mm-hmm. work is to, to go towards the most difficult thing. 
And you'll realize that if you just keep on doing it, right? If you keep going to the, the, the most difficult thing, and sometimes if you, you know, most times, or I'll say all the time, if you don't do that, then life will bring the most difficult thing to you. And so- And it's happening uh, faster and faster. It's happening faster and faster where your, your, your reality is being created by either fear, resistance, or I surrender, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that I need to start doing this or, you know, it's just being present to the messages that come in and, and not making the excuses anymore because I feel that it's life and death right now. Like, you know, yes. and that's what I do. Yes. I do feel that, that, um, you know, how do we, how do we align ourselves? Well, it is through the basics. It's through the basics of our frequency, right? And how do we rise in frequency through breath work, through community, through um, being vulnerable, like you just shared, you just expanded, you know, yourself to share something that is intimate with you. Well, that is somebody out there. And for us here, it's teaching us and it's, it's saying, oh, wow, she can do it. I can do it too, you know? And so yeah. I just start saying yes and stop resisting and stifling your own growth and get out of your own way. That's all. I it's like <laughs> a super divine masculine response. <laughs> like the, go back yeah. to the basics and, and do it linear. Yeah. Take us I, into the flow of the five. Yeah. I'm, all yes, about, yes. Like, I'm all about like the quantum results. <laughs> like, yeah. like, we need both. What's so beautiful is that obviously right. as our, as our earth is ascending into the 5d uh, consciousness and the divine feminine, we need that polarity. So I so appreciate it because I know I have listeners that are really going to resonate, but I also know where they are want to go they want to flow yeah. uh without any effort without any thinking so take us there bg <laughs> you know, uh, i i just like uh just like it's an evolution of of my clothes and what yeah. represents my frequency i didn't always it was like you know unicorns and fairies it's like I, that's not you know that's that's not how i got intimately uh uh, trained with my frequency. I had no choice. I have, was single with two young children uh, on welfare in Los Angeles going, what happened? What happened to the life I created? How did mm -hmm. I, how, 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 what am I going to do? What am I going to do now? And mm -hmm. from there, it was every step. Okay. So I can't afford this apartment. I can't afford a place to live. There's got to be away there's got to be some way for something to happen and guess what every single time i held the frequency of expectation that was already there and it started appearing and in some in, in the beginning it was small things expectations were the small things like i you know i know i'm gonna get the closest parking space i'm go i know that if um you know my favorite cheesecake is gonna be there like you start to you start to practice important with, things with the with the small <laughs> stuff, and then you're like, okay, wait a minute. So you're telling me that I can? It's there's no difference between the energy and the frequency that Miko and I are using to create heaven on earth now, mm. and the frequency I was mm. using uh, make sure 
sure that my bills were paid at the end of the month when I had spent money that I didn't have all on my own healing. I was spending more money on my path and my frequency training with no money. And I had a nanny and I lived in a beautiful place in Los Angeles. How did I, how did all that happen? It's, it's, that's how you become intimate with it. You become intimate with it through the tangible results of doing the work. And mm. the more you're able to take those little heart leaps every single moment of the day and stay mm. conscious to the mm. all possibilities frequency, which is a zero point field. It's the, at any given moment, you have the opportunity, you have the free will, you have the consciousness to create a different relationship with the now. And oh. that's a skill. Yeah, that's a skill that I heart earned through very real questions that your audience is going through right now. Divorce, uh, you know, loss of income, uh, not knowing where to put yourself, you know, relationship issues with your children, your family, not being seen, not being, you know, pushing, pulling fear, all of that, not knowing what to do with all this extra energy, all of that can be distilled down to each and every moment, presence. Mm -hmm. And the more mm -hmm. I mastered my divine presence in each and every moment, like, you know, if I was receiving welfare, and I was feeling really down on myself, and I had a hard day, and I got rejected in these many times, because I was trying to start my own business, and, and things weren't working well, well, I could have the mindset of then the relationship with my now as in poor me. You know, my husband did this to me, I did this, and then my family and then this and this and this, and it could be 10,000 million things and lifetimes can go by. Or I could say, thank you. Thank mm. you for this humble pie that I have figured out. I have acquired a taste for and what used to be you know, something that I would resist is something that I run towards because it feels so good. It feels so mm -hmm. good to uh, not feel like there's anything to lose anymore. Mm -hmm. To be void so of fear. Yeah. Well, and at this point, it really is life or death for so many, you know, and we're looking at, depending on how you look at it. And I, I want to go back to that zero point frequency opportunity that we all have in this now moment. But if people are subscribing to the latest headlines and the fear and the panic matrix in the collective, right? In the full on 3D reality, yet we're awake. We want to go somewhere else. We want to you know, express ourselves and live and embody a, a completely elevated consciousness, but yet all evidence based on history, based on identity, based on how it's always been, we can't fight that off. Oh my gosh, they're so afraid in general, my community and so many people that I know and love and care about so deeply that there's no way to beat the powers that be, right? Forgetting that we are equally or more powerful and they're afraid of us. So I wanna to speak to that for a moment. Zero point frequency, not getting caught up in anything going on external of right here. And you kept saying heart leaps my heart work. I want to go back there because that is such the, it's the most powerful place that we can be. Mm. Mm. Well, I'll say first, I like, we like to say the powers that were. There you <laughs> go. Okay. Going forward. That's what I'm saying too. Love it. Right. 
<laughs> and so uh, for me, I say, be an alchemist. I mm. say, turn that fear. Like, it's okay. Be in fear, right? Be in fear, but alchemize it, right? Mm. Don't just let mm. it ruin you. Uh, turn it into love, right? Turn your anxiety into patience. So how do you do that? How do you do that? No, no, I'm asking you. Oh. No, no, I'm I thought you were speaking oracle, and then she said out loud what I was thinking. I was like, okay, cool, we're all on the same page. Yeah. So, how would you recommend someone does that if maybe they're new to it or they're like, oh, come on, Miko, I've tried that again. Back to the basics because the basics really do—they are fundamental. Um, but yeah, so how would we do that? Let's take one example. I've got a lot of fear and anxiety coursing through my nervous system. Miko said, I need to learn how to alchemize it. Shit, what did he say to do? <laughs> right, right. Um, well, you know, I feel like getting your mindset right first. So understanding that what's happening on the planet is not against you, it's for you, yes. right? It's waking everybody up. It's, it's um, quickening the process of awakening. So... You know, put down the phone, stop <laughs> buying into yeah. everything that you read because that's going to steer you down a path unless you do it consciously and alchemize that energy into a strength for yourself. But um, immerse yourself into uh, things that make you feel good. Spend mm -hmm. time with people that um, help elevate who you are and see you. And so I know a lot of what's happening right now is detachment. We have to detach from people because they have this political view or they have this view on, on uh, vaccinations or this view on this. And so really distancing yourself from anything that is a lower vibration. Um, it doesn't mean avoidance. It means, you know, it, speak your truth around it in, in a loving way and, and find your people, find yes. your tribe, you know, yes. just like they found you, they found you. And so they listen to these conversations and this, this is it. This is it. Like having conversations that nurture um, the expansion of the heart, having um, people around you that, um, understand that there's mistakes and, and, and they, they stay by your side no matter what, unconditionally. That mm. is pure medicine, you know, mm. to have people around you that, that see you and support you and love you unconditionally. And if those people are not in your life, that's okay. That just means there needs to be a little bit of work to, you know, done to, you know, you know get the fire burning in your own soul you know, yeah. and light that path yeah. for yourself. And I just, I just want to make a clarification on unconditional love. That was, because mm -hmm. that was amazing. And I just want to say that unconditional love means that you have the ability to stay in your conscious awareness in the moment. Mm -hmm. So you are choosing your higher frequency versus your lower ego, um, interpretation of the situation that's what unconditional love means it doesn't mean you have to unconditionally be a doormat it doesn't mean right, that right. you know you have to unconditionally unhealthily in a toxic relationship stay and try to make it work that's not what unconditional love means unconditional love is that you have the conscious frequency to choose 
the divine over your ego and that mm -hmm. you make that relationship worthwhile. Like I love you and I love you enough to not choose my ego in this moment and make mm -hmm. you suffer and hold mm -hmm. space for my ego, right? We're going to be mm -hmm. spiritually mature about this. And I feel like that's really the alchemy that Miko was talking about. It's your ability. And if you don't have those codes, go get them. That's mm -hmm. the invitation. Mm -hmm. I did not, I went to my gurus. I went to my healers. I went, and until, until my source became my own guru and my heart became my own guru, I went and got these codes. However, my higher self was sending them. I said, yes, just like Miko said, I said, yes, for six years, I said yes to confronting every scary thing that I didn't want to confront in myself. And I confronted it with amazing healers and gurus and witnesses that held space for and held my highest timeline in their vision. My mm -hmm. Oracle 10 years ago, saw Miko and I here already as if he was experiencing it back then. Wow. So for those who can see, when you are connected to all consciousness, you can see everything across all timelines. This isn't fake. It's mm. real. You're just, you're just not there yet to see it. Mm. So beautifully said. I just getting full body chills with the both of you. Let's also talk about you know, this distinction between connecting with others in this unconditional heart space. What about connecting with ourselves? You just talked about, you know, getting the frequency codes from gurus, from teachers, from ascended masters, from books, from people like you, the both of you, guiding them more closely into their heart. But can we talk about the importance of wherever they want to go and eradicate or eliminate fear, right? And be the light that they are not disconnected from. Sometimes I think it's a little bit easier said than done for a lot of people because of the stories and the limitations that we've made up in our minds for decades. And it's been programmed into us, right? You are not an almighty emanation of the most high. So what are some of the ways that you've seen that have been really helpful to tap us in, in this human experience with what's going on in the world right now um, to more of our self-love, our connection with our divine, you know, consciousness, really, the divine heart. Well, I know we something that we really advocate for is um, Brahma Morta. We do sadhana work, which is waking up uh, 138 minutes before the sunrise. Is that right? 138. 136. I'm sorry, 156. 156. So uh, well, you, you changes you, in yeah. Costa Rica. And so being able to spend time with yourself at that hour, um, the connection to source is a lot um, easier to feel um, when most of the planet is sleeping at that time or whatever. And, um, you know, starting off really simple, you know, having a practice for yourself in the morning where you just sit and you just be, and yes. you allow this, this yes. space to unfold you. And mm -hmm. from there, a, a lot can really happen and take place when we have so we have you know we have a guide over this with the manual um, master your mornings which is take an ice cold shower right when you wake up 
you know, we do sit and meditation, chant, you know, a little bit of yoga, some breath work. So if you do all these things that are helping you to connect to yourself and flow energy, I mean, I've been, I've been facilitating breath work for the past three years and, and man, it's so rewarding because it's, it's, I do it every single day. And it's so instantaneous for people that have never experienced um, this kind of energy is just one set of this breath work and a breath lock and feeling that, that um, divine essence of the most high, as you said, and your heart space. And maybe, you know, mm-hmm. that moment hits and you just start bawling and you start releasing mm-hmm. and crying. And, and so this is, this is it. This is the work. Then you just show up for yourself every day and say, okay, what am I working on today? What's flowing through me today? What do I feel resistant around? What do I not want to do? Right. And so we're so used to staying in that comfort zone of how do I stay safe? How do I stay comfortable? What sounds like fun? What do I want to do? Whereas like the expansion doesn't happen there when we're comfortable. Mm -hmm. This is why it's necessary with what's happening on the planet is making us all very uncomfortable. And so um, it can be a good thing. And you just drop into your practice deeper and you build Mm -hmm. a deeper relationship with yourself because um, if you don't do that, then, you know, you, you get compromised easier by everybody, everybody, and a trigger, you know, as, as the agenda is working, you see all the, the bots or whatever divisive arguing about this left, right, war, this, what happened to the pandemic? Now we have a war, all this stuff is mm-hmm. taking us away from our own connection to our heart, our own connection to source. And so mm-hmm. we need to cultivate that again. It's been severed. You know, and we need to sit with ourselves. We need to allow these things to come up that have been, you know, pushed down for most of our life because it's too difficult to deal with. Well, now is the time. This is the time. This There is, well, there is only the now anyway. BG, is there anything you wanted to add to that? You were just beaming and smiling at your man as you were sharing. But my husband was like, I think there's, she wants to add. <laughs> I was like drooling. Sorry. <laughs> See? <laughs> the love only rises. Um, so, so the connection to self. Wow. You know, um, I feel like I feel like, man, that is that's the only reason we should be doing this work. Mm. <laughs> Mm. really uh every every guide every support every you know um uh teacher that comes our way are they they need to be the ones that keep pushing you back to yourself Mm. you do it you figure out stop saying you're confused stop (laughs) pretending like you want it and you don't and then you don't want it and you do and you wonder why it's not here and it's like it's like we're you know uh, what what I found on this side of the journey is um we don't even want to teach because if we because everybody really knows that's the thing is I'm just going to fight your ego for this long to just get you to that place where you're like, I knew this. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. 
Yes, you did. You just needed somebody to fight against, to keep believing in you and to keep giving you corrective experiences and then giving you the experience of yourself on the other side. And that's mm. what Miko and I do. We give you the experience of yourself on the other side, then all of a sudden the journey there doesn't seem as scary or as confusing or as there's not as much resistance because you already experienced yourself on the other side. Mm -hmm. Then it starts to feel effortless and, effortless and easy. And, and then you can start believing in the reality that Miko is talking about, that it isn't someone else's reality. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I can gift this to myself right now. Mm -hmm. And this stuff works. Like, this yeah. isn't for you to experience when you die. Heaven on yeah. earth is not for when you die. This is yeah. for your now moment. Yeah. And your connection to yourself, your own through your own spine, your own lower L's, your own chakra system. That's mm -hmm. what's going to give you that undeniable experience with heaven on earth yourself. And that's the highest currency. And that's mm -hmm. That's something that we can, you know, all share with you that, uh, that it, it exists. It's absolutely real. Well, yeah, that's yeah. like the, you know, people talk about abundance a lot and like the ego wants like the big home and the car and to be yeah, here where the real abundance is like the abundance of like that pure love energy within the, 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 the energy that, that feels, um, very high capacity to hold space and to see and to, to thrive. And then it's like, you realize, wow, this life can be so much better than even you've ever imagined in your life, you mm. know? And, so that's that's been our journey is you know when we first started oh we want a house here and we want this car and it's like now we're like we don't want I'm like, I don't even want to drive. <laughs> no I don't even want to have to have an ID I don't I want no all I There's know no is this moment yeah grateful for technology by the way still grateful for that but even that like I literally had to face mortality right like that's the ultimate it was for me anyway. And when I got clarity around, you know, this awakening journey and, and what it's quote cost, which is just the old life and the old, you know, uh, measurements of success that I'd made it right. Um, that do doesn't resonate anymore. But then I was like, Ooh, but this is still costing a lot friendships and this and this and that. And I'm like, but I wouldn't change anything. I would not go back to sleep, not even for my life. Because A, I can't, so that's a ridiculous question, but B, what you said, BG, and I, I just wanted to take a deep bow of like reverence and silence for when you, you just, you really searched your soul when I said, let's talk about self-love. Let's talk about the importance. And so Nico, Nico spoke about breath work and that being a beautiful portal and a morning routine and waking up maybe at 4 a.m., which a lot of people are doing right now. And they don't know why it's inexplicable. It's because the vibration is, is lifting and people are feeling it, even if they don't know what's happening. But then when you said, what is the point if it's not for self-love? Right? Our wise self is watching this whole thing play out that we signed up for, by the way, right? I believe. And so here we are, like battling it in conflict with all this potential expansion so thank you for for really shining a light on that just like allowing me or giving me space to pause and I was like yes that's what this podcast is about it's what the two of you do as guides and facilitators and it's what this time represents 
without our self-love, coming to our heart, being in this now moment, choosing from zero point frequency where we truly want to go and being unafraid because we're being guided. I'm so moved by this quick conversation, but I feel your heart. I feel your soul. And I have no doubt my listeners do as well, but this is, this is truth right here, what you guys are sharing. And I'm so grateful. This needs to be shouted from the mountaintops. I hope you do do a podcast because <laughs> you get more oh, in this, right? You get more juice than like a five minute, you know, video or 30 second reel, which is all I had seen of yours. And so I'm just really grateful for this moment with you both. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Little tears, tears of gratitude, just soul, soul knowing right here. Mm-hmm. Heart mm. to heart, spirit to spirit. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. And isn't that who we all are to each other? You know, all this division and polarization and separation, countries and languages and skin color, it's, we're all brothers and sisters. And the sooner that we can remember that, I mean, obviously some are having sex, but. <laughs> <laughs> some brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, we're all family, we're human race, and we are extraordinary beings. And uh, we've just forgotten. We've just forgotten that. But that's, that's the agenda. Yeah, to forget. Agenda to, Mm -hmm. to have us forget that because, wow, if we all unconditionally love ourselves and each other, how Mm. powerful are we? Well, we are. Yeah. And we are. We're doing it. What's amazing is we could even go in a a little deeper level to say that have been in each of those archetypes of expressions. We have been in every religion. We have been expressions of every gender. We have been high, low. We have been the, the victim. We have been the perpetrator. We have, you know, all of those things we have experienced. So how can we be separated from this human experience if we could just remember that or just take it for granted that we have experienced it all so now it is time to come together and celebrate we've learned the lessons we know the costs now it's not worth it anymore to be right is not worth it anymore you know it's about being together that feels better and it's like you know this should be bringing us together. This is the lifetime that we figure it out. We get to witness what's happening on the earth right now. We are like, I'm grateful, even though it seems chaotic and it seems like, uh, and well, and, and, and people are losing their lives, which is unfortunate, but we're, we're here for this. We're yeah. here for the ascension. We're here for the awakening. We're here to, to rise in love and frequency together and that is heaven on earth. That is, uh, you know, an amazing thing that we got chosen or we chose to be here for this. So the deeper question is like, what are you going to do with your time here? You know? Oh, I love that. That is a wonderful way to begin to wrap this conversation that I just really don't want to end, but I know we both have other things that we have on our calendars. Um, I was going to ask a moment ago before you went there, Miko, it's like we are, of course, on the same frequency. Like, how do you guys see this playing out? Well, you just basically described the utopia, heaven on earth right now, not waiting for the, you know, how do you even measure the ascension? It's happening within, right? 
And there's a lot of confusion and different interpretations about what the grand rising or great awakening or even the ascension really is. And I'm not one to say that it's this way or that way. And I'm sure you're not either. But yes, let's talk about that. What are we going to do about this? We know it's here. It's clearly glaring you know, us in the eyes. What are we going to do with that? And that'll be the way that we begin to wrap this. And then we'll discuss ways in which that my community can connect with you deeper. That's yeah. Go ahead. What are we you gonna go. do with you? You go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so fun. What are we gonna do? Guys? <laughs> what are we right. What are we gonna do? You know. Yeah. I feel. I feel that everyone's <laughs> gonna start learning how to be. Mm. And they're gonna stop so much. And just being is going to guide every single next step forward mm. in complete divine confirmation, mm. not acting from the ego, learning how to master our energy so that we're not reacting, we're responding, so that we're happy with who we show, who we show up to be, you know, in our relationships, for our children, for the planet. Really, mm. I feel What's happening right now is more and more people are going to crystallize their new earth reality through embodiment. And as they live these lives of soul freedom and sacred abundance and conscious love, the consciousness work, the heart work, the heart leaps will be physically undeniable. And we will be able to see 5D and 3D physically manifested. And so those who are... uh, practice in their consciousness those who hold the highest compassion are responsible for those who are not just not like me or unconscious or asleep but we Mm. hold we hold Mm -hmm. those beings with compassion with grace and Mm. we allow them the trust that they got this that their higher self has got this. So we don't interfere. We're just there when they when they call. Mm, so it's beautiful. not about controlling anybody's destiny, controlling anybody's reality. This new earth is not about having one reality. This, mm-hmm. this new earth that's already here, that some people are already living manifested, is about having infinite realities. And that's mm-hmm. the tenet to... Uh, experiencing heaven on earth for yourself. Your heaven on earth is not my heaven on earth. Let me have my heaven on earth. Don't try to put your heaven on earth into my heaven on earth. And that's the planet's heaven on earth. So I think as everyone does their self-work, they will just start to learn how to manage their own energy and not put their energy where it doesn't belong. And as everyone does that, we can have peace, we can have grace, we can have compassion, we can have allowance, mm. and we don't need to change anybody. We don't need to change their timelines because we're not threatened by anything. Mm. So beautifully said. And of course, I am just looking at your outfit and I'm like, oh yeah, that's her heaven on earth. Sorry, that's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Migo, I'm sorry. That is like the ultimate for any woman who wants to be comfortable and sexy and feminine and yeah. <laughs> shimmy baby all right Miko how about you um what are we gonna do about it (laughs) well um what she said yeah and then and then you know I I feel like 
there is nothing to do about it except for surrender and and realize that you know what's happening on the planet right now is not sustainable right mm -hmm. and so it might build it might get more difficult it probably will get more difficult for a lot of people and and so I, you know, it sounds so it's basic, but that's what I'm about. Is you got to trust the process. Just trust that, you know, you're already on your spiritual path. Wherever you are, I mean, life is spiritual. Being born is spiritual. We are here. It's spiritual. So you're already on your spiritual path. Mm -hmm. It's just now, what are you going to do with it? Where are you going to go with it? How are you going to keep expanding? And so mm -hmm. that is something that everybody has to ask themselves of what, you know, is going to serve their highest good at this time to get up and out of that fear-based, um, you know, place. Mm, beautifully said. <laughs> <That's> so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> do you do, Michelle, do you offer, do you offer uh, uh, mentorships or masterminds or programs to your audience, to your... Yeah. Okay, yes. so my guidance would be take those. Yeah. You know, yeah. go yeah. go and figure it out by um well yeah. discernment. Yeah. So I feel like right now heart discernment is a huge thing. What's huge. real? What's not? What's For real sure. news? What's fake? Who, There's a lot of smoke and mirrors, especially yeah. in the ascension conversation right now, which is yeah. I yes. have to discern. I've had a few guests that were scheduled that over time and watching what they were sharing, I was like, that's, that's not going to be a fit here, right? Not judging it, but like, no, that's not a fit here. Because everyone's at different levels of consciousness. Those people might be perfect, but not for my right. audience, right? My audience right. is far more aware. So interesting that you talk about the masterminds, because in the past for two full years, I ran masterminds and it was my heart work. Like I loved it. And then a business coach told me I had to do business coaching because I would make way more money. And I did make more money, but it wasn't nearly as fulfilling. And so now spirit is demanding literally because my last two launches is like upside down, you know, and it's like, oh, I see what's going on. The very thing that you have been having in your heart calling you forward for six months, but you've had all these other business launches in the interim. That's a must. That's <laughs> um, the highest priority. It's the, it's, it has to be. And I mean, so, but I, it's so interesting. I'm getting a download right now that somehow I bring a group to you guys and somehow we collaborate on something maybe that you're already even doing. And I just bring a bunch of us with, with me. Um, but I, I can feel that. So I'm going to actually explore that and, uh, and see what you've got coming <laughs> up this year, because that's just what's coming through for me right now. And I never say that. I never say, I don't think I've ever said it on this. Show. So, yeah, so is. you guys, everyone who is listening, this is how new earth works. <laughs> it's like, you don't even have a discussion. The frequency supports the reality. When something is aligned, it's already done. This is so amazing. I, Michelle, I've just had chills going up and down my entire being the, from the moment we connected. And I'm just so grateful for your frequency and yeah. grateful for the container you created. The questions that you're asking are the most question, most important questions that need to be asked right now. Yeah, I, I yeah. really, um, since we're, you. you know, talking about you now, I just, I love, <laughs> I love, um, you know, the feminine, the very feminine way that you guide this um, podcast and, and, you know, you are so vulnerable and authentic in it. 
Um, mm. it's, it's really uh, easy to be a part of. It's, it feels effortless and easy. It feels like we've done this many times before. So yeah. I just uh, wanted to share it that. It feels that way, Miko and Bishi. And, and it's interesting because I just want to share really quickly with my community. I don't even like to say audience, my community, our tribe. Um, the moment that I saw you guys on Zoom and you're just sitting on your living room floor in like my dream kind of space, like what I want next. It's what I it's what I didn't just do that looked like the four seasons. It was like more organic and natural and earthy and comfortable and at home and sacred, sacred sanctuary. Um, but I knew the moment that you both came onto the screen, I was like, I don't know them, but I know them. And it's just, that's what's happening now. Frequency is is bringing soul tribe together. And it's so beautiful. And it's why the podcast is growing so much right now, right? Like, it's just, I don't have to effort, right? As soon as the podcast producer that canceled me was off the show, the show started to explode. And that's an energetic, it's not a judgment. It's not a judgment. I love my former team so much, but it just was no longer fit with what I wanted to share. They weren't comfortable with this. They were activated and it's like, okay, I can honor that. And I didn't really have a choice. I was canceled. Um, so that felt scary in the moment, but I remember having this hit of, there's going to be an energetic release when it's not, when the hands that have been holding and touching and attending to your podcast for three and a half years, that do not support this content at all are released, right? It's like, so anyway, it's, it's fairly new still. So, I mean, like really new, like three episodes. So I just want to say you're part of this, you're part of my podcast ascension because it's all together. Yeah, it's really cool. Am I adding, yeah, this is, wow. I'm just really sharing with the both of you. I am really open on my podcast anyway, and I do a ton of solos, but- but the three of us here, this was pure magic. And I know for sure we're going to get to meet in person. Um, where can my community, your community now, uh, find you? Where's the best place to discover how they might want to um, dive a little deeper with you in, in your work? Well, um, you know, just like you found us on Instagram, I feel like Instagram would be a great place to find us. Where are we not? We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube Shorts. We're on TikTok. TikTok. We're on Reels. We're on Instagram. Instagram Live. Who thought the ascension oh process gosh. would be making TikTok Reels? No such thing as a TikTok Reel. It's TikToks and Reels. Oh, sorry. I'm still, I'm still a caveman when it comes to technology. And, and I love it because you guys have made it so simple. Your branding is on point. Everything everywhere is love all 5D. Um, and it's so cool that you guys do what you do and you have this beautiful polarity of the masculine and the feminine, feminine, and you truly embody sacred union, sacred consciousness, sacred frequency. I know that because of how you showed up even more so at the beginning of, before we even hit record, I knew I was like, oh, I can actually really just relax. I don't have to effort this conversation. We can just flow. We had no idea we were, where we were gonna go, which is common for my show, but it went exactly where it was supposed to go. And I feel so full from this soul food right now. Do you? Wow, absolutely, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, isn't that how it's supposed to be? Let's laugh a little more. <laughs> yeah, so good. 
Well, I will make sure that I share all the links and all that stuff. Um, Biji and Miko, thank you for your heart. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your presence today. I so appreciate you. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Thank, thank you, Michelle. Michelle. For your heart, <laughs> for your presence, for your community, for receiving, for showing up for the ascension. Thank you. Thank you for getting thank canceled you. and turning it into a positive. That's how <laughs> right? you alchemize. Right? Hello. That's how you do it. Yeah. Felt scary and... All of a sudden, the gift of this other editor came through that was way more affordable and she just supports it. And she's, it's just, she's an angel. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but you're right. That was me deciding from that zero point frequency. How am I going to choose to see this? Is this happening for me or is this happening to me? And, and fairly quickly, because I'm not interested in dwelling in the old patterns of pitiful me and being stuck and held back. Um, why does everyone else get theirs and me not mine? Why do I have to work so hard? It was like, I'm going to make this effortless because I'm not even going to be involved. I know my divine team is on it. And mm. within 48 hours, she was there. So yeah, and it just gets better and better and better. It's like, I, it's just, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens next, um, what I choose to consciously create next, what my community creates next, because we get DMs. I can't wait to hear what they have to say. Uh, about this conversation and any of the nuggets that came through and I'll be sure to share with you. Yeah, and thank you oh. to your team, by the way. They put this together in such grace and uh, with joy too, by the way. So um, anyway, I know we, we both have things we need to get to. I, I could go on and on, but love you both seriously. And so grateful for you. Love you. <laughs> have a beautiful rest of your day. You Bye. too. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>